Adam 12. Adam 12. Cop Talk America's on the air. Copy. Put me 10-6. I'm tuning into Cop Talk America. Welcome to Cop Talk America, where police discuss the job, answer questions, and respond to law enforcement hot topics around our great nation. With over 100 years combined law enforcement experience, here's your host. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Cop Talk America, where we only care about the truth and not your feelings. And we don't care about Matt, who can't walk through a room without knocking stuff over. Thanks, Matt. Anyway, hey, I'm Chad. I'm joined today. <laughs> he is our sponsor. Anyway, this is Chad. I'm joined by with uh, Jeff, Dave, and Jarvis here today. We're going to go over some, some video clips. Uh, the first one we're going to cover today is... Uh, what happened in Annapolis, Maryland, and then we're going to cut to one in Athens, Clark County, Georgia, where police shot a dirty old man, it looks like, and then we got uh, shooting NYPD we're going to cover also. So the first one we're going to cover here is Annapolis, Maryland, where a couple officers, looks like they were trying to break up a melee and a housing project there, and the mayor says something stupid. Go ahead and play that beautiful bean footage, Matt tonight fallout from this video of annapolis police officers trying to break up a fight so this incident happened sunday evening it has been all over social media in the past day or so now the mayor in annapolis says he is very concerned that's a quote by the video but he is being sharply criticized by a lot of people who feel police were doing the best they could in a very bad situation here's scott broom in annapolis the incident here at the harbor house apartments on sunday evening resulted in the arrest of three people and charges like disorderly conduct and assault. There were no citizen complaints of police misconduct. The two officers were trying to break up a fight, but as they attempted to restrain individuals, a people appear to begin attacking the people officers were trying to hold. One officer used pepper spray on a screaming crowd and then went back to try to help out his partner. It was mayhem, and it ended with an officer threatening people with a taser. The officers never drew their guns or batons. Annapolis Mayor Gavin Buckley released a statement Monday saying he was very concerned by the incident. He assured he would be in close contact with the department's professional standards division as police conduct an investigation. But a tidal wave of comments posted to the Arundel Patriot, which first published the video, questioned the mayor. I hate police brutality and I know it exists, but here the cops did exactly what they could do in this situation, wrote one woman. I hope the mayor is concerned with the behavior of the kids and a lack of respect for police. Somehow I feel that is not what he meant. Sad, another reader commented. Buckley declined to elaborate on his original statement today. Three people, including a juvenile girl, were arrested and charged with offenses ranging from second degree assault to disorderly conduct. None were charged with attacking police because officers said the individuals were attacking each other and not them. Because pepper spray and a taser came out, Annapolis police will be conducting a routine use of force review. That review will include body camera footage from both officers, which has not been made public. In Annapolis, Scott Broom, WUSA 9. All right, so I guess just going through this, it looks like after this footage, had made it to the media, uh, Mayor Gavin Buckley made a statement that he was concerned over the way the fight was handled by the police department. Um, wow. I mean, 
you talk about two officers that did absolutely nothing wrong whatsoever and probably should have used a lot more force than they actually did. We have two officers that are trying to break up a fight of at least a dozen people. Um, I know all of us in this room right now have been in situations like this multiple times, whether it be huge brawls outside of bars or the housing projects or, or schoolyards. Um, these things are very common. I mean, anybody uh, who lives out in their gated community, uh, pull up YouTube once in a while and pull up school fights and things like that. And these are just common all over the place. People to fight and get it on video and two officers show up using the absolute least force that they could possibly use, just trying to separate them. And you can tell, and this is kind of what we've been talking about all along on, on all these podcasts, you can see the disrespect. They don't care the cops are there. They could care less. In fact, as cops are holding on to them, other people run up and beating on the person that the cops are trying to hold on to. And then as a cop's holding on to one of them at the end, one sitting there kicking the cop, and the other cop has to come over and push him off the other cop as he's trying to hold somebody else. So the only thing they used was one cop used pepper spray. They used their hands just to hold them off. I think the other cop pushed somebody down and pointed a taser somebody. And then Gavin... Buckley just comes out with that wonderful statement that he's concerned about this, how this happened. So obviously um, he's doing the, the typical liberal knee jerk. Oh boy, I better go against the police because that's what everybody else does on the media and say something stupid. And then the public did what we've been asking you guys to do all along. You came out of the woodwork. You responded over 3000 times to this idiotic statement backing the police department. And guess what happened? He changed his tune and turned around and thought the officers then did a fine job once he actually got some opposition to this. What's amazing is his initial comment of, well, I'm very concerned because of how the children are acting. What are we concerned about? I mean, this was a pure politician making a political statement that I can take any direction I want to. I'm waiting to no, see No, he said the it was very concerned over the way the fight was handled. I understand So that. that's against the police. Right. I mean, it's clearly he's against the police. And when 3,000 folks come out and tell him, you're an idiot, then he's like, oh, no, you don't understand. I, I, I want us to only be professional and positive and everything great. You know, if I, there's a problem with this thing at all, it's that America needs to look at what's going on with the fabric of this country. We have people who are being raised and, and acting like, there is no social norm. There's no responsibility to act a particular way. You can do anything you want whenever you want, but again, because it's how I feel. And this is not unusual. Melees like this happen every single day in every community, and we deal with this stuff almost every day. I'm sure Gavin lives in one of these gated communities someplace, has never seen something like this. And what would be nice He's to see floored is... floored by the violence that he probably can't believe this, and he can't believe right. the police can actually touch somebody without just asking them to place their hands behind their back. And what I'd like to see from these people who like to think of themselves as journalists is, you know, when this guy tweets something like that and they get a chance to talk to him, ask real questions. What were you concerned about? What did you want them to do? What did they do that you did not consider proper? Have you talked with the chief of police? I mean, there's just a myriad of questions that should have been asked of this man that he just gets to do the, well, I'm going to make a stupid statement, and then I just get to walk away from it, where a police officer does something, and we're going to hold him, hold his feet to the fire until we get our pound of flush. Well, he knew something bad was going to come out of that, and he was just trying to get in front of it. That's it. He was not going to play catch-up this time. He was going to be 
right out there in front, and then he goes, oops. Oh, I guess, uh-oh, I'm getting backlash. I thought everybody was going to be like, yeah, I, screw the police, yeah, I, I and that's not what fight. happened. This guy's a total politician. I mean, you, already, you already said it. That he changed his tune as soon as he realized that he made something a stupid comment to start with. He just he's just a slimy typical politician. He don't give two shits about that neighborhood or the police department or anything else. It's whatever he can he can exploit that day for his own benefit, and that's exactly what he's doing with this. I think the officers did a great job handling that. Um, I don't think they used enough force. I don't think I they was used anywhere that. Near the only force. thing they could have done is use a lot more force and that's deploy some batons. To say. Yeah. He yes. ought to be proud that his officers handled it the way that they did. Yeah, I will. Because I know. What would you have done, Bubba? Uh, you yeah. don't want to know. <laughs> there would have been ambulances backed up around the corner if Bubba would have been there handling that call. And I, I will say one and that's thing. that's fine, and, though. And that's what people have to understand. That's fine. It's legal. That's why they give us big, heavy sticks to hit people with those, especially in cases like this. They work like a charm. And yeah. I'll probably get some static for this, but in defense of these officers, I'm not saying I wouldn't have probably done a lot what they did right here because it was mostly a bunch of girls fighting. Sure. You know, and I don't really like to hit girls with sticks. It just ain't my nature unless you don't have bother to. me. Nah. But Bubba, on the other hand, yeah, he, he doesn't care. <laughs> well, girls can be just as dang violent as anybody else. But he said, and maybe, you know, I, I shouldn't say they should have gotten out their night six, but they would have been con- totally justified in doing so. And, and we've talked about this before. And I think one of these shows, I think we really need to go through the uh, a whole use of force uh, continuum that that we are trained to do because I brought up on other videos where you have cops in fist fights with somebody hitting them and people are sitting there videotaping their phone going, oh, you can't do that. You can't. People think we actually can't hit people. They think we can't hit them with sticks. They think we just have to wait till it's all over and ask them and then just place handcuffs on them. No, these officers, I mean, they would have, they could have pulled out nightsticks and started swinging and breaking bones and they would have been 100% justified. I mean, their people are not listening to them whatsoever. And that's what we deal with all the time. And I'm imagining that a lot of those are juveniles, which is a huge problem we face every day because they know there's not a damn thing we can do with them. They can do whatever they want right in front of us. We arrest them, we put handcuffs on, and what do we do? Take them home to mom and dad who raised them like that to begin with anyway, and you think anything's going to happen? Absolutely not. And you're not going to find mom and dad in the same location. So. Not that easy anyway. Yeah. yeah. Got to wait to see dad during visiting hours. So for all you mayors and politicians out there, maybe let's not be so quick just to think that slamming the police is the right thing to do every single time you see a video that every once in a while, guess what? Uh, I think the, the, the public at large is going to back the police department, so you have to backtrack and look like an idiot, Gavin. And the public needs to understand violence always looks bad. Yeah. Whether it's the police using it to control a situation or these kids using it to try to make the situation work, violence, use of force, always looks bad. It's not going to be a movie. And and on the side of the officers here, one positive note, no one got seriously hurt, and the uh, mass pepper spraying worked pretty good. Got most of the people out of there. They arrested the people they needed. Actually, I think they did, uh, considering the type of group they were dealing with, mostly females and mostly young, I think they did a, a phenomenal job. And the mayor to make such a ridiculous statement, once again, it, it, I get so sick of politicians because they don't care one way or the other. The only thing they care about is empowering themselves. It doesn't matter at whose expense. And it, it's it's just sickening after a while to put up with this day in and day out in every city, not every city, but in, in so many cities across this country. 
Yeah, I guess not only could they use more force, they actually would have also been justified in using absolutely no force and just standing just there. Leaving. Yeah. yeah. Leaving. And just standing uh, there and waiting for them to wear themselves out, wait till there's a winner and a loser, and then go in and clean up the mess afterwards. Well, if we go back to the conversation we had earlier and reference the Californian, they wanted to change the rules for use of force and, you know, you wait for backup. Well, there was two of them. We're going to wait because there's, you know, 40, 50 kids at least here. So we're going to wait until we have 40 or 50 officers and then we'll go in there and we'll one-on-one and because we'll ask them very necessary. nice and it's necessary and everything will be fine and no one will be hurt. Of course, there isn't a 40 or 50 officers working, so we're going to have to wait a long time. But, I mean, the hypocrisy of this is they'll turn right around if somebody got hurt and the officers were standing there and now one of these, well, as we had in our own community, one girl stabs another girl in the neck because of an argument that's going on. I was on just going to bring that up. This, that was a girl fight too. That was a girl fight too. And a girl with died a, with a murder. Right? It was a melee just like this between girls, and one died. So, and if the officers were standing there with pepper spray and and, and trying to pull them apart, and a kid gets murdered like that, guess what? They're probably going to blame the police. I mean, we're, we're damned if you do, damned if you don't. But I mean. This is what officers do. People look at this and they act like, oh, my gosh, this is a once in you know, a year type of thing. This is every single day officers are dealing with this crap nonstop. This is what officers are up against. This is every day at uh, school dismissal. Yeah, and you get, and then you sit there and you get a politician saying something ignorant. All right, and right you, you take this and multiply it by about 10 and make them adults and mostly males instead of females, and you got your typical bar dismissal on the weekends. Well, if you recall, again, we have chief police that goes down and says, we're going to do this, this, and this, and when these this high school lets out, we're going to go down and show them. And then he goes down the next day, and all the MOVNs and everything that got written, all the tickets, we went ahead and took them Dismissed all and them. threw them all in the garbage can. Because we Not had sure. that was Matt. That's a squash. Because That's we had Matt uh, once again. We had we need a new spot. A very weak chief of police doing something, you know, and and this is not just in our area you've got down in houston texas where your chief of police is bringing up something and and officers are doing whatever and there's going to be a child that's going to be taken out of the country per the law but wasn't and he's calling them nazis and i'm like yeah again this is a politician this isn't a chief of police uh we just need to get all the politicians out of the business when i started the job back in the early or the mid-70s. 60s. 70s. Was that 18 we or didn't, 19? We 70s. didn't have politics in the police department. And you were, if you got involved in politics, you were in trouble. And if we had shown up on a fight like this, there would have been a lot more force used right from the beginning. And it would have ended quickly because the kids would know, I'm going to get my butt whooped. Yeah, and, and quite honestly, I mean, it hasn't been that long ago. You know, I got, I got hired in 93. And it did. It used to be the police showed up. They stopped. They the, the stuff didn't keep going on. If they knew you were there, if you go lights and sirens, they knew the police were there. They got the hell out of Dodge. They don't do it anymore because they know nothing's going to happen. And they see crap like this. Well, if the police do do anything, all we got to do is tape them on their phone and they're going to get in trouble. I'm going to make a whole bunch of money. And I actually get them think fired. Uh, the police showing up probably instigates more goofy. Uh, they know they're protected because it absolutely yeah. does. Because now they're protected. And, and I, um, God, it was just a couple weeks ago I had made that comment. I'm like, oh, they kept clowning and kept fighting because they knew the cops were there. They were safe. 
Right. They knew they were going to get retaliated against. They can get their swing in. Nothing's going to happen to them, but the cops are going to stop the other person from coming back, and it's the only reason they did it. And then the police get involved, and like you said, we videotape this, and then we can put it on Facebook and social media and then just blow it up from there. Yeah, I actually think the police showing up nowadays sometimes creates more problems, not because of the police department's fault or the officers, but because of the, the behavior of the citizens. And I use that term citizen very loosely, the way some people's <laughs> behavior is. It's ridiculous. So anyway, good job, Annapolis, Maryland, PD. Anyway, bad good job, job to the, the citizens that actually got out. And yes. It appears that they supported their police officers. That uh, needs to happen in every city around this country. And you get, you know, hopefully the next time we go to the ballot box, we see what kind of chameleon you got for a mayor, a mayor <laughs> and uh, don't vote for him. Well, I know a chameleon's a lizard, so he's right. Yeah, yeah. and they can change colors. Yeah. Uh, I want to switch next to a, uh, a video here from Athens, Clark County, Georgia. Um, I believe the basis of this is two officers respond to an address on a peeping Tom where supposedly the um, guy inside of this residence was accused of spying on a neighbor, I believe, with binoculars through their window. So the police just respond to the house just to talk to him and see what's going on. Let's go ahead and uh, cue up that video, Matt. County Police Department standing behind an officer who shot and killed a 63-year-old man who was accused of being a peeping Tom. The department released the officer's body camera video and answered questions about the deadly shooting that happened about two and a half weeks ago. Uh, Fox 5's Angelique Proctor joins us from the athens Clark County Police Headquarters where the video was just released this afternoon. Angelique? That's right, today athens Clark County Police saying this officer did everything right and that he really had no other choice. Now, if you have small children in the room, you might want to make adjustments. Athens Police Department, sir, come to the door. You are looking at athens Clark County Police Officer Ethan Marsden's body cam video. The 31-year-old officer was responding to a peeping Tom call on Hull Road. The female victim and neighbor tells me suspect Carlton Brooks was peering at her through his window with binoculars. She called police on April 20th and two officers responded around 11.40 p.m. and demanded he put the shotgun down, but he didn't. Put the weapon down! Sir, is that a weapon? You will see the door open and quickly, the officer identifies him with a shotgun. Put we have chosen to stop the video here before Mr. Brooks fell to the ground. The deputy chief says the officer clearly identified who he was and had to defend himself when he says Brooks pointed the weapon at police. It is my opinion that this shooting was justified. Of course, I don't want to influence the GBI's operation or investigation. But based on um, the law, um, the officer was protecting himself and not only him, uh, another officer. All right. Well, that's a shit it, sandwich. Yes, I was just going to say the same thing. That is the ultimate shit sandwich. I mean, so in the video, apparently um, the old guy dies and I'm sure the officers are probably don't feel too good about this call. I mean, but what what do you do? I mean, you're, you're there, you know, justifiably, you're dispatched there. You have to go to the house like we do a thousand times a day. And the guy comes to the door with a gun. And 
that's one of those things. Do you wait until you're fired upon with a shotgun? Or do you protect yourself and just, I mean, he's yelling at him, drop the gun and nothing happens. I I don't know if this guy was old enough. He was blind or deaf. I mean, who knows? But that oh, really, he's, he's spying on the lady next door, so he must not have been blind. <laughs> well, that's true. Very yeah. good point, Dave. But but how, the officers, are, how are they supposed to know? Let, let, let's pretend this guy is deaf and he can't hear anything. Still, I mean, that's your situation with the officers. You know, w- what do you do? So I don't know. This this is one of those things where I'm sure there's probably a huge outcry. Um, I I don't know if there is or not. I haven't I haven't uh, looked this one up online to see if there's a bunch of a huge outcry against anti police on this one. Um, but that's just a horrible situation for these officers. Yeah, you don't want to shoot some old guy that uh, probably doesn't even leave, leave his house very often. Sounds like obviously a hoarder. It yeah, like. a hoarder and uh, likes to spy on the uh, neighbor lady with binoculars. But you're right. It, you know, you can second guess this officer and say, well, he could have. He did retreat, and it doesn't look like he had anywhere to go. It was the problem. If he had some kind of cover or something to jump behind, now you got a barricaded subject. But uh, he didn't have anywhere to go, and, and it sucks to shoot this old guy, but it'd suck a lot worse if he shot you. It's as yeah. simple as that. Yeah. And folks need to understand action versus reaction. If you wait for him to bring the gun all the way to bear on you, and he's made the decision to shoot you, and now you're going, okay, I see what's going on, and I'm going to respond, he's getting the first round off. He's got the superior weapon being a long gun, where it appears at a slight distance for a normal gunfight with the pistol so you know again we go back to the conversation about california was this necessary my response is yeah he had no choice but that's not the the level we raise it at it's was it reasonable and anybody who thinks that wasn't you've never had a gun aimed at you and you've never been shot at and you can easily sit there and make your statement because You've never really seen violence. You don't know what you're talking about because if you'd seen it, you'd say, I know how fast this can happen. And yeah, you don't have time to second guess yourself, make a decision. You know, the only thing they could do when you come up is you make a plan as you're coming up to the place. You think about the different contingencies that could uh, present themselves and then react to what happens in front of you. Circumstances dictate tactics. Well, but a, but a call like this, this is a dime a dozen. This is a nothing call. So there there is no plan. There's no, it's it's the calls you go on, just absolute routine call. Guy looking at a binoculars window, big deal, going to be in and out of here in a couple minutes, knock on the door, knock it off, perv, put the binoculars down, you know. She, ma'am, that's when pull, those calls yeah, go that Ma'am, way. pull your blinds, you know, if you don't like it, call us back again, that's it. And then dude grabs a shotgun, comes to the door. There's, there was no... That's a valid shit. point. How did she know he she was being spied on if she didn't have her blinds open to start with? That's yeah, this is her fault. The hell, they might have been spying <laughs> on each other. But, <laughs> but Chad's point's very important for folks to understand. This thing goes from zero to a hundred and under a second right. it and goes from those calls this is oh. a hands in your pockets yeah i'm you talking know, to you through the door back and, and all of a sudden on your heels type of call you and this shit happens you know all of a sudden it goes from i'm talking to you through the door to you have a gun and now you're opening your door and you have a gun and my next feeling is going to be hey you're shooting at me and now it's a real bad day and I'll, and I'll try and then answer that question. Reasonable, you can say it in a heartbeat. Was that reasonable? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll say, was it necessary? Yes. Yeah, but, but but it takes you, when you think of the word necessary, people are going to have to think for a while. Well, what do you mean by necessary? What, did, he, did he really necessarily 
Well, he didn't necessarily have to shoot him because the guy might have put the gun down in a few minutes. Well, he might have shot him, too. But if he put it down, it wasn't necessary. I mean, that just makes that, that... I think one thing in the comments there on the video when they were paraphrasing underneath what was going on, there was they did mention that the officer did illuminate himself with his flashlight. Yeah, he tried so, to make sure the old yeah, guy no, could see police, that it's no, the police. Because, yes, yes you're, uh, to me, that was always the, the worst thing I could think of happening is you go into a house or go up to a house like that, and the person it doesn't want to shoot the police, but they don't know who you are. And they, they got a gun and they freak out. And, 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 you know, we've all been on our calls. I was just on a call a couple of years ago where a guy shot his friend walking in his house, totally accidental because he didn't know who he was. And that that would be a terrible thing to shoot this guy. And he had absolutely no intentions of shooting the police. But I got to believe he knew exactly it was the police out there. Did, and I, I don't and, remember. I only watched the video the one time. If they were the yelling police. Yeah, I, they, I they, like they, were, they were verbalizing yeah, him. Telling him drop the, the gun, drop the gun, yeah. the police. He's illuminating himself. Say, hey, I got on a uniform here. So for the guy to go as far as he did to continue to be in possession of that shotgun and to still confront the officers armed, I don't know what else to say. He he got what he got. It's very unfortunate, and it is a shit sandwich. But once again, it sucks to shoot that old guy, but it'd suck a lot worse if he shot you. Decision made by the gentleman with the shotgun. Right. He was the ultimate demise for his uh, death right there. There's no doubt about it. Well, the uh, next video we're going to go to comes from the NYPD. Um we only brief through this one real quick. Apparently the guy got a call of a guy with a gun. Is that right? And he was kind of waving right. a gun around. Mm-hmm. Somehow a billion police officers are all there at the same it's time. It's New York City. So there's a whole bunch of officers. He starts shooting at the police, and there's a bystander that's egging on the shooter to shoot at the cops, and it doesn't turn out so well for the bad guy. We'll go ahead and watch that footage. In surveillance video, you can see a police officer duck for cover behind a car with his gun drawn. He's soon joined by several officers in the lot for what police describe as a fast and intense shootout. We are talking about broad daylight, uh, something happening out of nowhere. It started around 4.30 p.m. Police were called to Wadsworth Avenue and 187th Street for reports of a man firing a gun in the air. We heard the, the shots start off and then the people were yelling. We have all the ladies here from church and everything outside, so they were obviously afraid. Upon arrival of the, at that location, Officers observed and approached a male who matched the description given in the 911 call. Police say the suspect ran into this parking lot on Broadway with a gun in his hand. The anti-crime officers ran in after him. There's a male inside the parking lot. He's got a firearm. We have multiple units surrounding him. He's not coming out. Gonna... Police say officers took cover just three cars away from the suspect. The suspect then fired three rounds at the police officer who was struck in the right armpit. The wounded, wounded officer fires back one time. By the dozens. Fellow police officers continue to run into that parking lot with rounds whizzing past their head. Police say the wounded officer's partner drives this unmarked police car into the lot and steps out. One bullet fired by the suspect goes past this officer and through the windshield of the police car. It just missed him. That officer then shoots the suspect in the chest. Cell phone video shows police bringing the suspect out from the lot and into custody. This afternoon provided us all with another reminder of how brave and dedicated police officers face grave threats every day keeping the city safe. The suspect was taken to a nearby hospital and pronounced dead. Police recovered his gun from the scene.
Está en Mao y Tigre. Está en Mao y Tigre. Sí. Hay un plomazo a quitar de casa. Man, don't give up, just shoot. Shoot, shoot the cop. Cállate, muchacho, te vas a meter un poco. Oh, one of y'all die. I killed the brother, bitches. Now nah, don't give up. Shoot All right, as you can see in that video, it's another shit sandwich that is brought on by a bad guy with a gun. Right in the middle of the afternoon in New York, I said uh, there was another bystander said there was a church, a bunch of women and stuff around, and cops tried to go do their job and chase this guy with a gun. It looks like they ran into a, a parking garage or something like that where, where the shootout takes place. He starts shooting at the cops, and then you have all these bystanders yelling and screaming, cheering on the shooter to shoot them cops and shoot them fuckers and all kinds of stuff. And just another great thing that, that our officers have to deal with on a daily basis. Well, the police did do a phenomenal job here. Uh, they got the bad guy. One officer was shot and wounded. He did survive. You talk uh, about fearless, too. There was like a dozen cops that just go storming yeah, right after this guy who's shooting at and him. And I don't think this brought up any controversy. You got this uh, utter moron that's uh, a Billy Badass hiding across the street behind a car. They're yelling to shoot at the guy. Well, it's not him on the receiving end of the return He's fire. the baseball batter standing behind the umpire yeah. acting like he's trying to get to the pitcher. Yeah, he, he's a guy <laughs> staring at the man-eating uh, lion, but he's at the zoo and the lion's behind bars. So, yeah, he's, he's a real badass. All he is is a moron. Probably had a little bit too much to drink that day. But the police did a great job. I don't think there's any controversial about this. I don't think there's been any huge protest or anything. Oh, there so. probably is. Yeah, who knows? But uh, it uh, it just shows, you know, what you got to deal with, what is dealt with on, on a daily basis. The one thing that gets me on these cell phones, and, and you see these over and over and over again, and some of them, yeah, it's great. We got the, the footage to review and all that type of thing. But at what point, when you see an officer or a citizen, for that matter, that is having a problem with a bad person and having a situation, put your freaking cell phone down, call 911 on it for starters if you need to think you need to do something. Otherwise, get off your dead ass, quit being a coward, put your cell phone down and help that person. Sitting there taking a picture of them, getting their ass kicked or getting killed or something isn't doing anybody any good. Try to help that person if you can. Now, if you're not capable of doing that or you're a kid or something, that's different. But you see so many of these cell phone videos and it's like, why don't you help in this situation and sitting there with a cell phone, you're nothing but a ballless coward. Mm -hmm. Bubba, <laughs> nothing on ballless coward anyway. Yeah. But I just had a guy uh, a couple weeks ago is one of those uh, like let it go app things or they're, they're buying something or Facebook they're purchasing an Xbox or something like that. And the guy goes to rob him and dude jumps out of his car, chases him, tackles him in a public area, is on top of him. The guy has a knife. The bad guy has a knife. And he's just yelling for people, help me, help me. Nobody helps him. But they film him. Dude finally gets, well, actually nobody felt him. They just kept on walking. And then dude gets a hold of his knife again. Finally, guy's like, not worth it over an Xbox. Let's the guy go. You know, he, he runs off into uh, infinity, never to be found again. But had the guy right there, dude tackled him, and nobody helps anymore. Just everybody tries to mind their own business. I think you got to be around the right people. I mean, I, 
man, would I jump at that opportunity. Oh, perfect. <laughs> nice baseball bat in the side <laughs> of that guy's head or stick that knife up his ass, and all you are is an unknown white male suspect on a police report. <laughs> so you're saying help, but don't stick around. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. There you go, buddy. We got him for you. Yeah. yeah help was, to the maximum degree, but get yeah. the hell out of there before the cops show up. It well, was the hillbilly phantom. I don't know what <laughs> happened. <laughs> What the hell? Damn it, Bobby. That boy ain't breathing right now. <laughs> Get him a bambalance. Hey, don't call for help if you don't want help. <laughs> Anybody got uh, anything else on our New York uh, Our sign just here. fell down in the anyway. middle of this. Matt, your, it, your show is completely coming unhinged. Yeah, yeah, whenever we can move out of your mom's basement from doing this show, <laughs> be great. I think, I think yeah. it'd be a lot better. I feel like anyway. Wayne's World. Anyway. Wayne's World, Wayne's World. Party on. Excellent. Well, she's got the meatloaf ready for us when we get yeah. out of here will be fine so anyway Somewhere thank you all we lost control yeah i think it's time for us to go get on with our lives one night anyway thank you for joining us once again on cop talk america you can still join us on the twitter and the facebook and the youtube and anything else matt you're putting us up on there right now and on instagram, instagram. and remember face chat we can face chat we can insta book it all that kind of thing. We got it. We're there. So anyway, uh, we'll see you Don't again. Forget, don't forget. Don't forget. We only care about the truth. Not the truth. All right. Thank you for joining us.